and we're back, baby, with another Thomas Hooker, and I opened the wrong one. I opened the display one. I gotta stop hitting that fucking table. Sweet. I'll take a sip. What are we, episode, um... Episode 7. Yes. Oh, I love this. Hold on momentarily. Let's, let us get the pour. Just enjoy that pour. Oh! Look at that. Don't spill. Don't spill. Look at that. Nice little mushroom top. Oh, a little, little overcarry. I'll take that all day. They're getting, my pores are getting better and better. Not bad. Not bad. 1% better every day. That's the motto. Not bad. We're drinking. Thomas Hooker. Again. We've had a bunch of Thomas Hooker, I feel like. Or at least two. It's been around the block. Sizzling Hippie. Nelson Citra IPA. 6.4%. Not gonna lie, that first can sip, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Can sip was good. Pretty good. Nice little gold, little goldish yellow, a little hazy, can't see through it. On the other side, you got the can too. You have a really dreamy, hazy looking can, uh, psychedelic. Yeah, it's a nice can art. I love the can art. Yeah, Dude, cool. can art is like the number one selling point on how we buy beer, I feel like. It's it's always an attention grab. Top three, anyway. good, A good hook into the hooker, you know? I was gonna say that. Little what? Thomas Hook. While, while it's uh, it's not totally irrelevant, because it doesn't matter, it just kind of draw you in. You'll see it. 100%. Especially with uh, hundreds of other beers to choose from in the, in the package store. Yeah. It's different than seeing You got to stand tap, out, baby. You know? You got to stand out. Lesson number one of the day. Lesson number two, show no love. Love will get you killed. Actually, that's rule number five. Get Richard out trying. The rules of 50 cent. The rules of 50 cent. You flip 50 cent over... Then Alfred goes home. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> See? Two-Face. I'm catching on. Is he a man? Two-Face? Is he an attorney? We don't know. Have you watched Batman? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen Batman. Oh, right, right, right. Cool. I only ask because we're re, you're re-watching the Marvel Universe right now. Obviously, yeah. it's different, but, you know. Oh, but anyway, back to the beer. It is, uh, and I actually wanted to point this out because it said it has a taste of passion fruit, lychee, and citrus. Have you ever heard of lychee? Um, no. It's like, uh, no. it's a fruit, but it looks like a testicle. It's disgusting. I looking. can see that. When I think of lychee, maybe, what does it taste like? A, uh, it tastes like shit. Like a lime? Nah, I don't know, but like, like a quick testicle. Fresh, fresh lychees. Yeah. We, we made a drink out of these. Yeah. It we had like a drink. It looks like a nut. Yeah. Just a quick it's, testy. It like a, a testy. Like a hairy, testy. Kind of like a strawberry. Kind of like a strawberry mixed with a ball, like a bull testicle. Oh, yeah? So this this has lychee in the beer. Lychee in the beer. Passion fruit. I love passion fruit. That's a big one for me. I always thought passion fruit was like, when I think of passion fruit, I thought it was going to be like purple, but it's yellow. It's gold. Yeah, we had a passion fruit, uh, passion fruit ghost, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah yep. Uh, two roads. Right? Yep. Right here. I remember that. Yeah, it's oh, actually yellow. It looks like a melon. Which is weird. I don't know why. See, like, the can's purple, but the fruit is yellow. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, Thomas Hooker's out of Bloomfield CT. Pretty sure. Yeah, um, it is. I like it. Seven. Six. Seven, six. Seven, six? It's not amazing. I would cop if somebody gave me. See, I always say that. If somebody gave me one, I'd drink it. 
I might cop it again, though. I might get it again. I would get this again. I would give it a 7-8. Seven, 7-8? Eight. Seven, eight. Yeah, that's what that's what came to my head. Good. Yeah, we're right there. Same same area. Great. I would say it's not great. hazy. I might, you know, I, I kind of want to drink this one. Unlike the last one, but I didn't even want to drink it all. Yeah. Yeah. We're all set with uh, Golden Messenger, even though you like that one. But the Sizzling Hippie, yeah. Um, Citra IPA. I feel like it's a, it's a favorite of ours. It's up there. It is. It's the New England style, that haziness. We love it. Good blend of it, We though. love the juicy. Good blend of it, though. Not too, not too bitty. Not too bitty. Bitter afterwards, either. Not too bitter. Pretty sweet. Uh, that's pretty much all I got to say about 6. it. 6.4 ABV, you know, it's going to get you where you need to go, but not too fast, not too slow, either. Yeah. You know? Thomas Hooker is... Uh, they can't miss, it. dude. I'm telling you. Very consistent. They don't which, miss. Which matters. Very consistent. This motherfucker don't miss. <laughs> it's a fact. But they yo, what I do with a... Oh, my bad. Go ahead. No, no, no. Nothing. I'm just saying. No, but I'm just saying, we're in August. You know what that means. Football season is upon us. As I we, can't wait. Yeah. Fantasy's on the way. Fantasy's on the draft. way. Football's on the way. Draft's on the way. And no one goes harder than we do with the offline draft. No. Nah. Shot every round. Shot every round. Big 15 tradition. Rounds. Very sloppy at the end. Very sloppy. It's just tradition. Though. I think this I mean, is going to be a memorable one this year. I think so. It's it's very anticipated this year. You know, yeah. we have twelve people. Plus, this gets treated like a party, and it's it, it is. It's really traditional, and we take this uh, like a holiday. Yeah, basically. I got to work the next day out. Excuse me. I'm going to be upset. Yeah, and liquid IV is going to be a must. I mean, August is a big month for us, and it, and and what are, what other way to do it though? Because you know the summer is coming to an end. Already. Oh, dude. Once August is over for me. Honestly, like, August 1st, just bring me football. I'm fucked the summer. I don't even care. Yeah, it, it feels like it's over. Summer feels like it's over to me. Yeah. But, you know, we got vacation lined up. Nah, vacation. I feel like we planned the perfect exit to summer. Because they give you something to look forward to. Really? Some, yeah. There's times where I dread it. Yeah. I dread it. I'm like, oh, there goes the end of August, and then... And my birthday. Yeah. And then, and, and then it's just like, ah. Oh, Gonna start getting cold out, this yeah. and that. Uh, some people like fall, some people don't. I like fall. I don't like it. You don't like fall. Why? Because it's just the waning effects of summer to me. I love the summer that much. Appreciate it that much. Where I, I love everything. I love summer heat. I love everything about it. So to see like the waning and then the the, the getting dark out earlier, I mean, I was seeing the dead trees. Like I've said this before, seeing dead trees is just miserable to look at. I and, see what you mean. Only thing I'll agree with is the shorter days. It's awful. I mean, uh, if we could just have like the sunset at eight o'clock every day of the year, I wouldn't even care if it was cold out. Not so much because you know that that that's real. I mean that the negative effects of seeing too much darkness is, yeah, is a it's real, real thing. Hundred percent. I don't like that at all. It's like being locked in a fucking basement. Yeah. You can't leave. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not my cup of tea. No, not what I signed up for. No, not what I signed up for. I get it. I get it that there is like fall festivities and yeah. See, I like that shit. I like wearing hoodies. I like throwing. See, like even all summer, like I don't even wear shorts. I'm wearing shorts right now, but like basketball shorts. I don't wear like, like I don't know, chino shorts or anything like that. Like normal. I don't have them. Just don't rock. Them. I'll give you that. I'm working all the time. That's what I like about fall is uh, the variety of outfits. It's fun to mix and match and dress up. Layers, man. Layers. Summer, summer's a little lazier, you know. Summer's yeah. a little. Summer's more dependent on your body shape. 
it is. I mean, there's different factors that come into play. Do I want to sweat? You know, is this gonna? You want some? You want a lot Can't of wear comfort. gray. Can't wear gray. Nah. It's automatic it's sweat stains. A lot of sweat. A lot of sweat. Like winter is comfort, but summer is also comfort in a way where you want to go out and you don't want to be just sweating. You don't want to be. You know, I mean, we know Mike wears jeans a lot. You have certain people that like to wear jeans yeah. all the time. Sweatpants. Yeah, and and I want to just breathe. You want to let your body breathe. Hundred yeah. percent. I do love the airflow for sure, and I love swimming. So like that's my thing about summer is I love swimming. I didn't even get to swim that much. I mean, I hit my beach. We had a great beach day. That was a solid, excuse me, solid beach day. Hours. I'm in the water. I'm killing it. Yeah, and I'll be there in Virginia too. Oh, we're going to Virginia. And can't wait for that. Keep, yeah, that's going to be a fucking shit show. But it's the perfect thing to look forward to. It always That's, for me, having those things planned at the end of the month or, or something to look forward to, like a vacation by the, the end of, you know, you to look forward to. Mark a calendar with a certain event, a certain thing, and it yeah. kind of breaks up that year a little better. Yeah, so, like, we have Virginia Beach, then I have my work draft, then I have our friend draft, then it's Mike's mom's birthday. So that whole week... It's eventful. It's just... And then it's my birthday. The next week. Which I might not even do anything. I don't even care. I'm just getting old. It sucks. Definitely sucks. Sucks dick. 27, man. And we're just here. You know what we were talking about uh, a couple weeks ago? We're like, yo, we're just kind of like 26, 27 years old. Like, we're just a couple guys talking on the show kind of giving you our perspective of being this age because I feel like people kind of tune in. You know, we have a lot of cool listeners on here of all yeah. ages, too. All ages. Older, so we're younger. Always, we're always here giving our perspective from this age. You know what? Let's get into that because I was actually having a conversation with my sister last night and she was, like, talking about moving out and this, that, and the third. And I was like, yeah, like, yo, we moved out. We did that. And I'm not going to lie. We had a fucking baller-ass time. I loved it. We had a lot of fun at, my, at the apartment, you know, free-for-all. But that's, that's why it wasn't the time to leave. You know what I'm saying? Because you still wanted to have that free-for-all. So I was saying, like, yo, it's not necessarily a fail that we came back. It's like, yo, we did what we had to do. We got our system. Now let's build and then get something more established. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather not struggle for, like, my entire life if I'm able to stay home. Yeah, it's about setting yourself up in the right direction. Exactly. And especially at this age, at least in America... It's it's a high pressure situation where people are are doing things like this at this age. Yeah, people are everywhere. So you have some people that are having a family. You have others, you know, that just adopt a dog for the first time and yep. they're they're single. Maybe they're living at home with their parents. Maybe you're out on your own. Maybe you have your own business. It's all over the place. It's crazy to see the variety of outcomes. Just like in the people that we graduated with. And to see where they are right now as opposed to, like, us or somebody else that we graduated with. It's kind of cool. Like, there's people, you know, out in fucking Colorado, Cali, New York, whatever, doing this. And then you got people that never even left. Yeah. And I think that's the important thing, too, is to have the, the right perspective on it. Yeah. Not to say that there's a right or wrong, but I'm saying don't look at it with jealousy. There's yeah. always going to be someone that's better than you. Never compare. But the, on the flip side, don't look down on people either. Yeah. Someone could be in jail. Yeah, because well, I was going to say, don't say, I'm not going to say that they're better. 
They just have different opportunity, and yours just doesn't come yet. So, and, and, I, and I try to do the same thing because we're also in one of like the first generations, really, to have this much exposure. We know, we don't even need we don't need a fucking reunion. Yeah. Because you know what everyone's doing if you're on social media. You don't have to go yeah. on it, but I would say most people are. Yeah. You know what they're doing. You yeah. could you could search them up, and that's it. You could find it. if you wanted to know. You could go look. You could find it out and, and get just a quick glimpse of what's going on in their life. Which yeah. I'm sure, everyone does. But also, we don't have the pressure of past generations of having a family already, which of ha- of moving out. Which that was common to doing like, the career thing. You know what I'm saying? Early, early too. Yeah, like at 19. Yeah, like teenagers. Yeah, like, was common. Like go get a trade, go work 40 years, die. But I think it's important not to get too wrapped up in the pressure of uh. You don't have to do this by this age. You don't. You, you can't compare. I can't compare myself to other people too much because it'll drive me crazy. No. Which is kind of why I started reading that book I mentioned before the the show. And I mean, it's 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 a popular book. Yeah, throw though. it up there. I like your uh, I like your bookmark. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the art of not giving a fuck. Is that what it says? Absolutely. Save the turtles. Yeah, yeah save the turtles, man. You don't want to fuck around. But this is a popular one, though. This is this is a popular book right here. And I just picked it up again. I started reading this one because my sister bought it. But I was like, usually I'll stray away from a really popular book. I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna be the guy that finds something like, Find oh, sleeper, no one, a little deep sleeper, like yeah, like a sleeper, like a secret, like yeah. a gem. But I'm like, let me go see what this is about. I mean, I try to live without giving too many fucks. So I'm like, let me see what this guy's saying about it. Yeah, I tried to. I failed miserably at it. And 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 reading it too, it's I kept my mind open to it. There's a lot to relate to. Word. And and and, I, and that's kind of why I was th- I was thinking about like bringing up our age and what we do care about, what we don't care about, and why we stress out, why are we always overwhelmed? Yeah. And this book was I, I picked it up again today. I'm almost done with it. Reading it this morning, I woke up nice and early, started reading, and it, it had some cool points, man. Like it was talking about like he was talking about um, the author, by the way, is uh, Mark Munson, and he was talking about how when he was a kid and. If he went to go play with a VCR, for an example, and you're just pushing pushing buttons, and you feel like a genius once you finally figure it out, but you're just pushing buttons in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, he talked about an experiment where there was a flashing light, and he, like, random people would go into this room and press buttons, and then when the light turned on, they felt like they did something right. But the light was completely random. Yeah. So they would come up with routines, like they would, they would jump up, up and down a certain number of times. They would touch the ceiling and then hit buttons and they would flash. They thought they figured out the magic pattern. And so that's what he's talking about, was like VCR moments. And then he related to, he called them VCR questions. Okay. Like you you do something and then you're like, aha, like that was my like eureka moment. Like yeah. I figured out how to do it. That's pretty cool. It was cool because specifically in real in real life examples, right? Like, I'll try to find some examples of like these questions that he had. It would be simple. Like people would ask him, like, "How do I apply for a job?" Okay. You know how to apply for a job, but it's when you start overthinking the question. Or he gave another example: if if you had a, a hot tutor and you wanted to, uh, to ask them out, how do Which you a- all have. how do you ask them out? Lord. And he like that's the question. It's a very simple question, but at the same time, you overthink it to death. Yeah, because it's, it, it's the answer to the question is just ask her out. But there's the variables that you think about saying, oh well, she's my tutor. Oh, she's this. Oh, she's that. I I I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So that's that's the last chapter I read. 
that, that was talking about that. And it was like very simple things. You know, if you want to, how do I drop out of med school? You know how to do it, but it's it's more about. It's the, basically how do I tell my parents I'm not. Yes, doing exactly, shit exactly. And he brought up the other point where yeah. it's just like some people take on, take on the feel like they feel responsible for taking on the uh, the feelings of others. Yeah, they feel responsible for how other people think. Too much. I I definitely struggle with. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I will name it not struggle, but I feel like. Not that I'm responsible for other people, but I feel bad. Like, I feel bad if somebody feels bad. You know right. what I mean? You're taking on that responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a fucking annoying. Yeah, because it's draining. It's overwhelming to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, No. So let me ask you this. Do you think this overthinking, like, anxiety thing, like, where did this come from? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like past generations, like, our parents are definitely, like, not our grandparents. I feel like they didn't have this. Or maybe they just didn't know how to describe it. Well, I don't know. I think it's very real, but I it gets blown out of proportion. Word. And at the same time, and and even that itself could be a wrong answer because we're still figuring out as, as it goes. True. But so I, if I if I was speaking on my own anxiety, right, which I think everyone has different levels. Definitely, everybody definitely has it to whether they know it or not. But I think. Compared to my parents, they had less information than we have now. I think it's easy just as you go on WebMD and you diagnose yourself with something. Ignorance is bliss. Absolutely. There's that. But then there's also information. There's roadmaps. You could Google, if I want to be an engineer, how do I become a a mechanical engineer? If I want to be a veterinarian, you Google that and then you see roadmaps. You see other stories. Yeah. You go on social media. You're comparing yourself to other people. This person's married by 27. Even unconsciously, I'm sure it does something in your mind where it's like... Maybe I should get married by at least 30. Well, see, I feel like now, speaking in relationships, at our age, if you talk, if, if you start messing with a girl or whoever, you know, a, a significant other person, you kind of automatically go, your mind automatically goes to the end result. Like, can this lead to that end result? Marriage or whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be marriage. But I'm just saying, like, you think that far ahead. Whereas when we were... You know, 16, 17, it was this week, next week, maybe a month from now. Wow, we hit two months. This is a long time. You know what I mean? Now it's like, now we're in the process. Like, you might date somebody for six months and then never call them your girlfriend or or boyfriend or whatever it is. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, now it's like automatic, like long term. Whereas when we were younger, it's... Where it's kind of like you're demanding a result out of like that one action on that day. It's like you have that timeline and you set everything up. But but circling back, like that's why I think anxiety stems from. I think it's yeah. I think it's those expectations, having a lot of information, constantly comparing, and not to mention too. I mean, you might you might over victimize yourself. You might. I and mean, that's why I say you might. Everyone has a different situation. Absolutely. But I mean, when you look back at it, you read about another experience. I mean, are are you looking at it like? How do I say this? Like you're you're uh, you're you're overthinking it a little too much. Where I can't explain. Like you did it to yourself. You kind of you kind of did it to yourself. Yeah. No. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You did it to yourself. Like I'm in a position where a lot. lot sometimes I feel like bad about shit, and then you have to remind yourself, like, yo, but you put yourself in this situation. Kind, yeah. Kind of like you twisted the situation around so much where you question yourself that hard. Yeah. That's kind of what I was trying to think of. It was kind of hard to think of that. Like, like now you don't know if you made the right choice or wrong choice, right choice, wrong choice, right choice, wrong choice. Instead of just living with the choice and just moving on. 
So if you go back to what I was mentioning before about those like simple questions, like, yeah. How do you ask someone out? How do you apply for a job? Or how do you ace an interview? It's you think about it so much. I think that's what happens. Is you come up there with infinite amount of outcomes yeah. without simply doing it. Word. Most of the time, we just. I mean, I'm sure you know for yourself. For me, I just try it. You know, I try to do it, and I'm trying to get better at that. I'm trying to get better at just simply trying to do something. And then just seeing where it goes. That's also my latest, my latest thing. Cause that was like with the training program that I just started doing. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to do it and see what happens. Throw it on the resume, whatever. Real estate, same thing. Fuck it. Try it. And you know, da, 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 da. but you know, cause even the real estate thing, I overthought, I overthought that for six months at least. And I just, uh, eventually it was one night it was like, fuck it. Just spend the money and do it just to see where it goes. Yeah, pick, so like picking up real estate as uh Just doing the classes and spending the money to get into involved in it, you know? Which, just, which started with taking signing up for the classes. Yeah. Which happened quick, right? Yeah. Same, oh, yeah. same week from the decision. Literally, to, like I literally it was like twelve at night on Xbox. I fucking filled out the form and the next day I was she was like, All right, you're in class in two days. I was like, yeah. All right, fuck, like shit. But the the whole time, like I was thinking about that decision, six months prior to making it, which is I feel like not good, because that whole six months I could have been doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I would be at the same place I am now. Yeah, it, and what's crazy to me is like that happens on any level. Like for me today, that's going to the gym. Yeah, you, you know if you know what oh, I yeah. mean. Where that I'm saying that overthinking stage happens, where it's like. Do I feel like getting up and spending the hour there? Do I feel like dealing with the soreness? And it's thinking like a hundred reasons why I shouldn't go. hundred percent. And then thinking of other reasons why I should go. But by the time I finally draw a conclusion and go. It's too late. <laughs> it's, it's late. You know? And it's just like, ah, shit. Not, not. Now the biggest reason is, well, I don't like going after one o'clock. I'm, I'm dragging my sorry ass there and I don't want to be there. And, Half ass. I could have went like five hours ago. Yeah, and killed it. And that happens way too often with any situation, like much bigger scales, like a, like with your real estate choice, which costs time, effort, money, commitment. Yeah, studying. But I, even on a day day to day basis, you know, should I, I you know, I have a client I, I need to write this for, and this needs to be a thousand word blog I had to write. Yes, I'll get paid, but do I feel like doing it? No, no, not at all. <laughs> but what if I simply and I've done this before? Let me just write the intro. 100 words, one paragraph, maybe two. And I get there, and then all the ideas start firing off in my head. And then boom. So my, my key is, is for me, I want to figure out how to tap into that all the time. Yeah. Where How do I just shut my mind off sometimes and just go? Well, I'll tell you, you have this skill that I so covet, like I covet it so much. The chip away factor. That's what I call it anyway. Like you chip, 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 and then it's all of a sudden done. And that, and I, and I mean, you see so many examples of it, and it's like the process, the process, and it's like yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like I feel like our generation is so driven by results and instant gratification that it's hard to attain that skill set. You know what I mean? I mean, it's really hard because even if you take this podcast for an example. Um, and follow some of our favorite shows and, and you see their following count on on any social media account. You see their YouTube views, subscribers, you know, see how good they are at it. 
but that doesn't happen overnight. Or yeah. even if you go on TikTok, you see the stars. You see them. Someone that posted three videos, one of their videos went viral. They have two million views and got 10,000 followers from it. And yeah. now they could do anything they want with that. But that just, I, I think in most cases, that's just not how it works. But you know what, too, though? A lot of that, a lot of that, a lot of those views, if you go to, if you go to those videos, if that may be the first video, there's a catalog of videos before that, usually. Yeah, yeah. Usually there's, so, a, there's a catalog behind that. So I think it's like not getting caught in that illusion that yeah. they were like an overnight success because even the show, it's been two years. I mean, we've been so busy on the show and, and just in our regular lives. Like we missed the anniversary of the show. Yeah. Two year anniversary, which is like so important. Didn't even think about and it. it. Was, it was, Didn't uh, even think that it was coming. And it was in June. And it we've been so busy in trying to stay consistent with the show mm. that I, I mean, I was like, we forgot about the anniversary. Yeah. And it was such a big deal last year. And it should be because it's been two years. But really, I mean, we could do this for five or ten years. Who knows? Well, I think two years is, is really just a base. It's like a base. It's like the rising action. Like, we're rising action. Like, we're we're really not even at the a pinnacle yet or even close. No, not at all. And I also have to, like, keep in mind, too, that you don't know what direction you're going to go in. You don't, Like, I can't promise that this show will be around forever. Yeah, or, for of another, course Because you just don't know what's going to happen. No. But, I mean, we Shit. just... I can get fucking dome piece tomorrow. Yeah, but we just come on, <laughs> come on here and do our best and, and then just try to, like, be ourselves and that's it and keep delivering and being consistent with it. Whether we want to or not, but the chip away, like the chip away thing, is something that I wish that like I could do because, because like I think about like all right, like just for real estate example, like if I did that six months ago, I'd already be with the company doing it. That's what that's what drives me insane. Like overthinking is the devil, the devil, because it's like if I if I did it when I was supposed to, like I got the plug, I got the information. If I signed up that day, I would already have. I would already have sold houses by now. But yeah, why, I know. It's like, but why wait? You were going to do it anyway. Why'd you wait? Yeah, I know. That's like the whole over... It's it's kind of like you're circling back and you're making up outcomes. But like, it's comparing yourself to different timelines, too. You're thinking of yourself in a timeline. No, facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive work and sacrifice. Yeah. And it's outrageous to think about. Yeah. Six months is a, is, is a, is a short time, but it's a long time, too. If you know what I mean, as far as growth it goes. Is, no, it is. It is, because it'll go by in the snap of a finger, but you just have to make sure that you were doing something at least every day. Yeah. Like like those hangover days when you don't do shit. And it's just like... Those dude, days, I'm done drinking. I'm, fuck, I'm done fucking with you. I'm all set. Those, those days are just extra worse because you're physically just feeling terrible, but then you just you feel the after effects of the day after when you didn't get something done that you probably should have gotten done. It's like, two days of feeling like an asshole. It really is. It really is. Yeah. It's it's two days, especially if you have to go to work. Like when I had to go to work on Saturday, I was so pissed. I had to go in and drink a margarita, just to try to fight the fucking. I couldn't. I couldn't even do it. I I, I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna suffer for the rest of the night. It was awful. It was terrible. Awful, dude. These hangovers. That's another thing about being our age. These hangovers are no joke. I don't know. You're, were you struggling Saturday? No, I told you I was drinking beer though. We went, we don't, we we went oh, out yeah, Friday. Right. Yeah, we went you, out Friday yeah. night, but I we we took a couple shots here and there, but yeah. I stuck to a lot of beer and I slow sip it and yeah. I'm chilling. I, I learned from my mistakes of uh, a month ago, five weeks ago, when the same thing happened to me. And usually a bad hangover like that's enough to uh, 
to motivate you. Motivate me for, you know. Yeah. The like, next few trips. Th- think think about it. See, it's different when we're out on vacation because, you know, we're out. We're on vacation. You know, it's it's let's just get fucking destroyed. Like, let's just go have a good time. But like when you're home, like you're just getting faded and like there's no results. There's nothing like no gratification of it. And you just feel like shit the next day. Nah, that's just not that's just not where it's at. I know. Well, a big thing about being on vacation too is like you're somewhere new. Yeah. But being somewhere new is kind of for me it's so rewarding. It's just like a fresh experience. You're oh, here for the first time and it's just like I gotta say this just to say I've done it, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Plus you get to see Spence travel throughout the uh you know, creeks and crevices and, of the uh new environment. And just be a menace to society. Yeah. Completely. He's basically our guinea pig. Like, all right, can we go in there? Spence, you go in there first. We figured yeah. it out. See what, see what you come out with, and then, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's that experimental guy that just, he, especially when he drinks, he doesn't overthink it, and he could do anything. anything I'll tell you what he definitely doesn't do when he drinks. Yeah. Just think. No. Not overthink. Possible. I'm talking thinking at all. Like, count to three, and he just goes. Snap decisions only. And I think that's very effective. It's lit. And, I, and you know what? It always results in us having a great time. So if I think more like a drunk Spencer in everyday life, I think I'll be more successful in, li- in my life. That is, a, that is a very, very bold statement to end the podcast <laughs> with. That is a very, very bold <laughs> statement. So we're just going to leave it there. You know, if drunk Spence is who you aspire to be, be that person, you know? We got to get him on the show one time. All right, now we got to expose We got to liquor him up, give him a couple of nippies. But anyway, that concludes our episode, episode seven. Episode uh, seven, sizzling hippie. Sizzling hippie, Thomas Hooker, shout out to y'all. Appreciate it. It was a great beer. Mm, good beer. Cheers to that. Cheers.